0: This is Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
1: Welcome back to Cats at Night, Professor Dershowitz.
2: Well, thanks. Uh, You know, a lot of interesting stories, particularly about them finding classified material in Biden's office. What's that going to do to the case against Trump? I think it's a fascinating development.
3: And I think what's interesting, Alan, it's Richard Weinberg. What I think is interesting about that. What are the documents that were returned to the archives? What was the subject matter of those documents? Yeah, and
2: uh, who knows? I mean, he was only vice president at the time, but there were still obviously important things going on. Look, it's going to cut both ways, Um, as everything seems to in America these days, depending on which side you're on. uh, The Trump supporters will say, see, see, he had classified material, too. And the Biden supporters will say, no, but he turned them over voluntarily voluntarily. He immediately gave them to the archives. He wasn't even asked. So, you know, each side is going to try to spin the argument uh, their way. But I have to tell you, bottom line, it's going to make it harder for Garland to uh, accept a prosecution of Donald Trump on that charge. It will open him up to a double standard, even though, you know, he's appointed now a kind of special investigator, a guy named John uh, Lausch, Uh, to look into the Biden thing. And, of course, he appointed a special prosecutor to look into the Trump thing. So he has a little insulation, but, you know, in the end, it's the AG. It's the attorney general who makes the decision to prosecute or not to prosecute. It's nobody else's ultimate
0: decision. Uh, Professor Ed Cox, does this open up to discovery of uh, whether other former presidents took confidential documents with them, top secret documents, and kept them for a good period of time?
2: I would think so, and I would bet you anything they did—not for any invidious purpose, but for you know convenience. They—they all write bios, they all write you know memoirs. They get paid fortunes for writing the memoirs, and uh, they probably did what Sandy Berger did. Sandy, of course, who I who I knew, um, you know, put the stuff in his socks. Yeah. Uh, that, <laughs> that wasn't a, a smart thing to do, uh, and he got caught. Um, but I think they do it. They're not doing it to sell it to the Chinese. Uh, they're doing it just to help them uh, organize their memoirs. I don't think any of them
0: no, no, are no, selling them either. Of course not. They knew the information anyway. A lot of them they had possession yeah. of while they while they were in office. Sure. That's why they're part of their records. Uh, uh, but, sure. And uh, the
2: same thing is true of Trump. He knew it was um, obviously if there was anything important in classified, he would know about it. And uh, Trump has already, you know, made a statement saying, well, you know, I declassified everything. Biden didn't declassify anything. Of course, Biden didn't have the authority to declassify
3: everything.
0: He was only the vice president.
2: Vice president, not president. But
0: but the question is, under the Presidential Records Act, uh, which prior to that, and it was passed during the Carter administration uh, and uh, applied uh, starting with the Reagan administration, a president had... Uh, it could take all the records of the White House with them, and they were, they they belong personally to the president. Uh, so well, and the president, yeah. the presidential records act recognizes that in the way that it permits a former president to have complete access to to his records. So uh, well, uh, doesn't that open it up to whether that what the normal practice was of the archives to let former presidents have even top secret documents? Oh, they were doing things with them? Absolutely. Of
2: course. And it, again, shows how both sides try so hard to weaponize the criminal justice system. You know, it's not that they're finding crimes. It's that they're looking for crimes against their political enemies. And, you know, the criminal statutes are so broad, vague, and open-ended that uh, it's almost impossible for anybody who lives a complicated life not to have occasionally slipped up. I'm willing to, you know, resolve this down under a presumption of innocence for Biden to say it was just sloppy. Know, what's doing. interesting, talking about the, the you know
3: Alan, Alan Dershowitz, uh, John Katzmatidis here. Uh, I mean, Good. for the Department of Justice to send down the FBI to a former president's home, oh, yeah. Mar-a-Lago, yeah. tear it apart uh, and go through every drawer. I mean didn't they go far beyond the call of duty? I mean that that is absolutely. I mean absolutely I am so so uh, frustrated on how uh, the Department of Justice is taking the Washington the Washington uh, FBI and politicizing it. it's wrong.
0: And and by the and way no they question about it. they should they they took a, a Trump's passport. Now, clearly that was personal, was not a part of the subpoena, and yet they took that with them. And then, of course, returned it later, but I bet they copied it, where he had been, yeah, where he traveled went, abroad, it, for their own purposes. Yeah. Well,
3: I mean, how did President
0: Obama—President
3: Obama, I'd like to see his passport when he was in college, because I understand <laughs> he traveled a lot, and— there was rumored to to be that President Obama, uh, while in college, had did not have an American passport, and he might have had a a foreign country's passport. Mm. Well, you
2: know, I knew Obama when he was in law <laughs> school. He his mentor was my office mate, and so he would often hang out, uh, waiting for uh, my colleague um, Charles Ogletree to come by. And he would always be wearing the leather jacket, and there was always a cigarette dangling from his mouth. And my secretary, who hated smoke, would always throw him out of the office. And at the time, he was called Barry, uh, not Brock. And, uh, you know, he's a nice guy. I had no idea. He was a good ball player, a good basketball player. I had no idea he'd become president of the United States.
1: You know, I just also want to bring up the hypocrisy. So President Biden, when he was on 60 Minutes, take a listen to what he said about Trump possessing any classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. Take a listen.
3: How anyone could be that irresponsible?
2: And I thought, what data was in there that may compromise sources and methods? By that, I mean names of people who helped, et cetera. And it's just uh, totally irresponsible.
1: I mean, that is hypocritical. I mean, he doesn't even, you know, he's not even the president of the United States who can declassify documents. He was the vice president. So how does that differentiate? I know the mainstream media, if you look at it, they said, oh, it's not as bad as what Trump did. But some others are saying, you know what, it's actually worse because he's a vice president.
2: We we really don't know. And that's why I think uh, an objective investigation by somebody, remember the person who's investigating this was appointed by donald trump he was the u.s attorney for chicago kept on by biden because he's investigating a leading democrat politician so you know at least he has the credibility to look into this so let's keep an open mind and let's see where it goes i think in the end it will help trump avoid prosecution on this charge but you know now we have the grand jury uh in in uh, georgia uh which is Possibly going to release its report, including on that telephone call, say, you know, fine me 12,000 votes. Of course, that could easily mean fine votes that have been cast and just make sure you counted them properly. So, uh, you know, this he's going to spend the next, until he runs for president, he's going to spend the rest of the time, you know, being a criminal defendant. His co workers, look, today, a uh, guy begins his criminal sentence of five months. Uh, one of the people who worked for, uh, him uh, at, at at his company. So the, the criminal justice system is really being used. And you know, It was a South American dictator who once said, for my friends, everything. For my enemies, the law. And we're seeing the law just being used by both sides. And now that the Republicans are in control of the House of Representatives, they will be conducting hearings of the kind the Democrats conducted. You know, neither of them are good for America. We have to be more neutral, more objective, and more compliant with the rule of law.
3: But, but, Alan, yet you're going to have a, a subcommittee of the House, the so-called Church, named after Senator Frank Church of Idaho, looking at the weaponization of the various uh, agencies yeah. by by the uh, the Obama and the Biden administrations. Yeah. That could be very interesting.
2: Oh, no, there's no doubt. Yeah, you know, it's going to be it's going to be fascinating. You know, for people like us who you know observe the law and care about the law. Uh, This is going to be very interesting, but uh, let's hope someday we can return to a situation where everything is not partisan and everything is not political.
1: Professor Dershowitz, we have two minutes left. I want to get your quick uh, response to Texas Republicans. They filed articles of impeachment against Mayorkas, the head of home, Homeland Security. Do they have a leg to stand on? Some people say, you know what, this guy took an oath to, to secure the border. He's not doing it. And as a result, he should be kicked out of office. What 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 say you?
2: No, that that's wrong. And that's the, the Republicans... Um, remember, took the same position I took when I defended President Trump. You need to find treason, bribery, other, other high crimes and misdemeanors. It's not enough to find an abuse of power or a violation of an oath. And so I think the Republicans ought to be consistent. They clearly took the view when Trump was impeached that those were not impeachable offenses. And I think they ought to stick to that. You know, have them put political pressure on them. Have them, you know put pressure to get him thrown out of office but impeachment is reserved for treason bribery and other high crimes and misdemeanors that means criminal top behavior not just behavior that uh, violates an oath of office
1: well there you have it because if you're going to impeach someone you want to win right you don't want to do what the democrats have been doing to trump uh, how what six times now how many times has it been so far? Well, thank you so much. A lot of times. Well, thank you so much, Professor Dershowitz.
0: It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.